Thanks for joining me for another fun-filled episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. Today I'm going to be discussing, well, not just today, but this week, be discussing UFOs in and from the Bible, as well as UFO sightings throughout history, fact versus fiction, and current events. Some really strange things have uh, come to my attention that I'll be covering. And also, maybe if I get a chance, I can do some mailbag readings because I get emails and messages constantly from people around not just the United States, but internationally. And I'd be happy to give some shout-outs if I get a chance. But just bear with me. I'll make this quick and painless. And I hope that you uh, brought plenty of popcorn and buckle up because this is going to be a bumpy ride. U.S. Navy pilots reportedly spotted UFOs over the East Coast. According to new reports, some U.S. Navy pilots reported seeing these unidentified flying objects while training over the East Coast in 2014 and 2015 and interviews with the New York Times. According to the Times, multiple Navy pilots spotted strange objects with no visible engine, reaching 30,000 feet and going in hypersonic speeds. The Times reports includes a minute-long video of two encounters Navy pilots allegedly had with the unexplained aerial phenomena. In the videos, which include visual radar and voice recordings, pilots cannot distinguish what it is seen on their radar screens. At one point, one of the pilots says in amazement, Look at that thing. It's rotating. These things would be out there all day, Lieutenant Ryan Graves, an F-A-18 Super Hornet pilot and 10-year Navy veteran, told the Times. Keeping an aircraft in the air requires a significant amount of energy. With the speeds we observe, 12 hours in all is 11 hours longer than we would expect. Josh Gratisher, a Navy spokesperson, told the newspaper that the U.S. Navy doesn't have all the answers for the observations made by Lieutenant Graves and many, many others. There were a number of different reports, Gratisher said. Some cases could have been commercial drones, he said, but in other cases, we don't know who's doing this. We don't have enough data to track this. So the intent of the message to fleet is to provide updated guidance on reported procedures for suspected intrusions into our airspace. According to the Times, the Navy recently set out new classified guidance for how to report unexplained aerial phenomena. According to the report, the pilots who reported the aerial phenomena speculated that the objects were part of some classified and extremely advanced drone program. And in another instance, one pilot told Lieutenant Graves that he almost hit one of those things and that he described it as looking like a sphere encasing a cube. Lieutenant Graves and his fellow pilots told the newspaper that the video showed objects accelerating to hypersonic speed, making sudden stops and instantaneous turns, something beyond the physical limits of a human crew. CBS has previously reported on a little-known Pentagon program with a budget of about $22 million, one that investigated unidentified flying objects before the Defense Department ended it in 2012. While the Defense Department says it ended the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program in 2012 over funding issues, a Pentagon spokeswoman said the Department of Defense takes seriously all threats and potential threats to our people, our assets, and our mission, and takes action whenever credible information is developed. 
Last year, two airline pilots claimed an unidentified flying object flew over top of their planes at an altitude of 30,000 feet in Arizona. According to the radio logs, two separate pilots of the leather jet operated by Phoenix Air and American Airlines flight saw the object flying in the opposite direction of their own planes. Hey guys, good news. The outrageously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means you can get the prescription medication to treat ED at affordable prices. And Hems makes it extra affordable. You pay just 30 bucks for a month's supply. And right now, get your first online doctor's visit totally free when you go to 4 slash good. That's right, free, zero copay, no expensive appointments, no awkward face-to-face conversations to get your prescription. Hims connects you to doctors online who can evaluate you and, if appropriate, prescribe your ED medication. And a pharmacy sends it right to your door. Hims makes it affordable, private, and incredibly easy. Nobody likes dealing with ED. Now, thanks to Hims, nobody has to. And that's really good news. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hims.com slash good. That's 4hims.com slash good for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash good. Family is big around here. We're family owned, family operated, family managed. And that means legacy. That means dependability. That means using Granger. With over 1.5 million products and knowledgeable product experts, Granger has whatever we need. And with same-day pickup and next-day delivery options, they have it whenever we need it. For over 90 years, businesses like ours have trusted Granger. Because, like family, Granger's got our back. Call, clickgranger.com or stop by to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This next story is unbelievable. When I saw the video footage of this, I could not believe what I was seeing. I had to watch it over and over again. A UFO bigger than Earth flying past the sun was spotted by NASA's observation mission. The development comes weeks after a camera at the International Space Station spotted an unknown cone-like object that was flying upward. NASA's stereo observation mission has spotted what fans of conspiracy theories said is a gigantic UFO flying past the sun. The incident itself occurred on the 29th of February, but the footage of it has posted just recently on the channel Hidden Underbelly 2.0, dedicated to the mysteries, events, and sightings. According to the host, Stereo's camera filmed the humongous object for four seconds, after which it turned off and began working only after the UFO had passed completely out of sight. This humongous object appears to be bigger than Mercury, it appears to be bigger than Venus, and it appears to be bigger than our own planet Earth. If you can tell this thing doesn't look like our space station in no way, it doesn't look like any satellite than any expert who has analyzed this video has ever seen. To be honest, when I first saw the footage, I thought of Ezekiel's wheel. If you're familiar with the story of Ezekiel seeing a giant wheel in the sky, at that time in human history, if you see a craft in the sky, some kind of an unidentified flying object, uh, the point of technology in that, area and that realm was equivalent to the size and shape of a wheel they didn't have saucers they didn't have discs they only had things that normally are in the sky to compare it to which would be a bird 
But to see a wheel in the sky kind of blew Ezekiel's mind, which is why that story is so significant. The host of the hidden underbelly refers to a saying in the book of Ezekiel where the prophet spoke about a flying chariot or described as a wheel, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. NASA has not yet issued a response to this encounter, but the video footage is available and it is connected to the space station observation. And it is out there. You've just got to look for this. Google UFO bigger than Earth on Google search, and you'll be able to find this and see it for yourself. It is truly mind-blowing. The British X-Files of UFOs is finally going public. The UK's Ministry of Defense will publish secret UFO reports for the first time. The UK's official government investigation of UFOs can be traced to a group formed in the 1950s, a flying saucer working party of sorts. From the early 1950s until 2009, a department in the United Kingdom's Ministry of Defense documented and investigated reports of UFOs. Now more than a decade after the program ended, many of those formerly classified files about UFO sightings will be made available to the public for the first time. Previously, some MOD files about UFOs had been published online at the UK National Archives website, The Telegraph reported. However, all of the agency's UFOs reported will be released this year on a dedicated gov.uk webpage, a spokesperson for the British Royal Air Force told The Telegraph. The decision came after... PA Media, a British news agency, filed a request for the UFO files under the Freedom of Information Act, according to the Telegraph. MOD officials decided it would be better to publish these records rather than continue sending documents to the National Archives, the RAF spokesperson said. The UK's fascination with UFOs spiked around the 1950s, prompting the MOD to form the Flying Saucer Working Party to address the phenomenon. According to the UK National Archives, UFOs in the early 1950s even captured the attention of Prime Minister Winston Churchill, who sent a memo to his air minister in 1952 asking, what does all this stuff about flying saucers amount to? What can it mean? What is the truth? The Flying Saucer Group concluded that UFOs were hoaxes, delusions, or ordinary objects that were misidentified, recommending that no further investigation of reported mysterious aerial phenomena be undertaken. Nevertheless, other MOD divisions continued to work on official UFO investigations in the UK, ushering such efforts into the 21st century, the National Archives reported. The last UFO report to be published online by the MOD dates to 2009, covering sightings that took place from January through the end of November of that same year. These included a silver disc-shaped light, reported in January 2009, up to 20 orange and red glowing lights, reported in June. A large bright silver-white ball sphere, reported in July, and three blazing gold orbs and a diagonal line in the sky reported in September after MOD enacted a policy change on December 1st, 2009, the agency no longer recorded or investigated UFO sightings, according to the report, but 
what they did find, including many recent UFO reports that were previously available only as hard copies, will be published online within the next few months, said Nick Pope, a former UFO investigator for the MOD. And keep in mind, it wasn't even six, eight months ago, maybe a little less than that, that our own Navy, our own military, confirmed that for years, and has been active recently, that the Navy and the Air Force have been tracking strange flying craft. They have confirmed that this is true. They've had videos from cockpits showing these encounters, and they cannot identify the source, what it is, or where it's coming from. All they have is the evidence of it taking off, defying the laws of known physics. Elizondo has also talked about metamaterials that may have been recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena in stored in buildings owned by a private aerospace contractor in Las Vegas. They apparently have material compositions that aren't found naturally on Earth and would be exceptionally expensive to replicate. According to a 2009 Pentagon briefing summarized in the New York Times, the United States was incapable of defending itself against some of the technologies discovered. This was a briefing by people trying to get more funding. But still, some of the accounts Elizondo and his team analyzed supposedly occurred near nuclear facilities like power plants or battleships. In November 2004, the USS Princeton, a Navy cruiser escorting the aircraft carrier USS Nimitz off the coast of San Diego, ordered two fighter jets to investigate mysterious aircraft the Navy had been tracking for weeks, meaning this was not just a trick of the eye or a momentary failure of perspective, the two things most often blamed for unexplained aerial phenomena. When the jets arrived at the location, one of the pilots, Commander David Fravor, saw a disturbance just below the ocean surface, causing the water to roll around it. Then suddenly he saw a white 40-foot tic-tac-shaped craft moving like a ping-pong ball above the water. The vehicles began mirroring this plane's movement, but when Fravor drove directly at the object, the tic-tac zipped away. The Pentagon had said funding for the program ran out in 2012 and wasn't renewed, but Elizondo has claimed the project was alive and well when he resigned in October. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. The Pentagon's secret UFO program has some strange stories to tell. The former leader of the U.S. government's top secret UFO program has some strange stories to tell, and he is sharing some of them for the first time in a new documentary. Intelligence officer Louis Elizondo served as the former director of the Pentagon's Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, AATIP, an initiative launched in 2007 to study reports of UFO encounters. Elizondo departed the Pentagon in 2017. That year, he spoke with reporters at the New York Times confirming the existence of the shadowy agency and describing its mission. Now, Elizondo 
is pulling back the curtain on his tenure with the AATIP, which he left because of a lackluster official response to the agency's findings and their unwillingness to address potential risks from UFOs, according to the new show, Undefined Inside America's UFO Investigation, which premiered on May 31st on the History Channel at 10 p.m. No, there isn't a big reveal that the UFOs were alien spacecraft all along, but delving into long-hidden accounts of UFO investigations will hopefully encourage people and authorities to overcome long-standing stigmas and talk more openly about these mysterious aircraft, some of which may pose a bigger threat than we realize, Elizondo told Live Science. UFOs have perplexed and fascinated people for decades. They also pose a unique challenge to federal agents trying to determine if they represent a threat to national security. Before AATIP, the U.S. Air Force had launched Project Blue Book, which investigated more than 12,000 purported UFO sightings from 1952 to 1969. During Elzondo's tenure at AATIP, observers reported UFOs flying at hypersonic speeds, more than five times the speed of sound. Yet there were none of the signatures that usually accompany aircraft flying at such fantastic speeds, such as a sonic boom, he said. The UFOs were also unexpectedly mobile traveling so fast that they would have experienced gravitational forces or G-forces that far exceeded the limits of endurance for both humans and aircrafts. The F-16 Fighting Falcon aircraft, one of the most maneuverable in the U.S. arsenal, reaches its limit at around 16 to 18 Gs, while the human body can withstand about 9 Gs for a very short time before a person would start to black out, Elzondo said. These things that were observed that they were observing were pulling 400 to 500 Gs, he said. They don't have engines or even wings, and they are able to seemingly defy the natural effects of Earth's gravitational pull and what we know about physics. Some of the UFO sightings reported to AATIP were eventually resolved as aerial drones or test firings of new types of missiles that were spotted from an unusual angle. But while many astonishing UFOs still defied explanation, there simply isn't enough evidence to suggest they belong to extraterrestrials, Alzando added. However, another possibility is even more unsettling than the prospect of an alien invasion, that a foreign adversary has secretly developed technologies that are strategic game changers, unlike anything ever seen before, he said. Addressing the potential threat is an unnecessary step that government officials, even those that support AATIP, don't take seriously enough, according to Elizondo. What's more, the entrenched secrecy shrouding official UFO investigations only reinforces the association of UFOs with tinfoil hats and ridiculous stories. We trust the American people to know that North Korea has nuclear warheads pointed at Los Angeles. Yet we don't trust them with the knowledge that there's something in our skies that we don't know what it is. That seems counterproductive to me, Alzando noted. What better time than now for our government to sneak in a story like what I'm about to share with you? Considering we are in the midst of a global pandemic right now, sharing vital information about the existence of UFOs, now would be a great time for them just to sneak it in under the radar, undetected, and no one really even notice. The Pentagon has officially released UFO videos. Uh, three short videos, in fact, of unidentified aerial phenomena that had previously been released by a private company. 
The videos show what appeared to be an unidentified flying object rapidly moving while recorded by infrared cameras. Two of the videos contain service members reacting in awe at how quickly the objects are moving. One voice speculates that it could be a drone. The Navy previously acknowledged the veracity of the videos in September of last year. They are officially releasing them now in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos, according to Pentagon spokesperson Sue Go. After a thorough review, the department's have determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems, said Go in a statement, and does not impinge on any subsequent investigations of military airspace, incursions, or unidentified aerial phenomena. The Navy now has formal guidelines for how its pilots can report when they believe they have seen possible UFOs. The Navy videos were first released between... December 2017 and March 2018 by To the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences, a company co-founded by former Blink-182 musician Tom DeLonge that says it studies information about unidentified aerial phenomena. In 2017, one of the pilots who saw one of the unidentified objects in 2004 told CNN that it moved in ways he could not explain nor had he ever seen. As I got close to it, it rapidly accelerated to the south and disappeared in less than two seconds, said retired U.S. Navy pilot David Fravor. This was extremely abrupt, like a ping-pong ball bouncing off of a wall. It would hit and then go the other way instantly. The Pentagon has previously studied recordings of aerial encounters with unknown objects as part of a since shuttered classified program that has launched at the behest of former Senator Harry Reid of Nevada. The program was launched in 2007 and ended in 2012, according to the Pentagon, because they assessed that there were higher priorities that needed funding. Nevertheless, the former head of the classified program told CNN in 2017 that he personally believes there is very compelling evidence that we may not be alone. When I was a when I was a kid, I had I was about twelve or thirteen at the time. I had an unusual encounter. I was mowing the lawn. It was at dusk. And this was in mid Ohio or South Central Ohio, whatever you want to call it. But I was surrounded by pastures, cow fields, uh, farms. It was the back 40. This was like Bigfoot stomping ground where I lived. Oh, literally over the river and through the woods. Uh, so far off the beaten path that they never even mentioned us on the news when a storm was approaching or if there was a tornado watch. We were just kind of like, oh, we have to watch ourselves and they're not going to mention it on the radio. I was mowing the lawn at dusk. And this is when I was about 12. The summer before I turned 13. And I noticed this huge shadow go across the land in front of me. And I thought it was a cloud at first because the sun was setting. And I look up and noticed this giant floating triangle high above the hillside next to my house. And I could almost make out details in the bottom of this thing. Uh, looked almost, almost like rivets 
pop rivets or some kind of it was a solid shiny object and it had this weird oscillating orb in the bottom of it that was like a translucent blue and it just like an electrical ball just spun around inside itself equal to that in like submersing a giant marble in, in water and watching it rotate and float around it didn't appear to be any exhaust coming from it no exhaust plumes no sound i let go of the mower i stood for a while and watched and this thing dropped what appeared to be three spiraling pods and they spun around the full object once and then dropped out of sight onto the top of the hillside and as i'm standing here watching this i then see the giant craft which was about the size of a football field descend back into the sky and almost vanish like someone put a blanket over it or like david copperfield made it disappear it was just it was gone so curiosity got the better of me because i'd always been a massive ufo enthusiast since a very early age and you have to excuse me this is the first time i've really gone public with this story because my wife likes to tease me and say that uh, truth is i discovered a moonshine still on the top of the hill near where i lived and i was molested by hillbillies and it's a story that i created to convince myself that i was not molested by hillbillies that's not the case i was not molested by hillbillies near any kind of a moonshine still that's just something she says to tease me she is definitely the agent scully to me being Mulder. so i get on my bike goonie style stranger things style and ride my happy ass up to the top of that hill which had a dirt path um, for a local paper company coming in and tearing out timber to make paper so they cleared a nice path for me to get all the way up there as fast as i could and this was at a steep incline and i had never pedaled that fast in my entire life my legs felt like jelly um i got to where the pods were at this point stuck in the ground and they were the size of like coffins maybe um a bit smaller than an outhouse if anyone's familiar with what an outhouse looks like a porta potty kind of like a porta potty but they were shaped like triangles as well but not like a rigid triangle they had smooth surfaces on the edge and it wasn't just the three points of a triangle it was like the shape of what a triangle should have been but they didn't form the edges on it and they were black and glistening very very shiny all the light source in the area was just bouncing off these things and they were open as if something had come out of them but there were three of them and i get close enough to where i crouch down and i'm just waiting and watching and i see movement in front of me but not just regular walking around or standing it, it was these three beings were floating to the left to the right around each other almost like a dance routine they were super fast and they were moving as quickly as what you see in some of the newer horror movies where when a really dark spirit or a demon is in movement they kind of defy the laws of known physics and move from nanosecond to nanosecond not in a regular form just 
quick shutter style, moving around quickly. And I, I couldn't focus on these things. I, I couldn't make out features. They had these strange auras about them, almost as if they were giving off energy or some kind of light source of their own. But I couldn't tell if they were clothed. I couldn't tell if they had eyes or a mouth. They were just these celestial-looking beings moving around and gathering items from the environment, like soil or a rock, or some of them went up to a tree and put their hand on it and they removed their hand, and the bark was gone in that one spot, almost as if they were gathering these things to study or maybe to use to create their own earth like our ours, bringing in minerals and whatnot to rejuvenate their dying planet. That's how I took it. One of them gets a little too close to me when I'm crouched down hiding behind the, the thick brush. And as they get close, I start to get extremely lightheaded. Uh, almost what you read about when people are exposed to high levels of radiation. Fatigue sets in. Your legs go out from under you. You feel like you can't catch your breath. And then you just black out. And that's exactly what happened to me. This thing approached me. And I could feel it looking at me. And it reached its what I believe to be an arm out to me. And I just went black. Completely passed out. And woke up. And it was dark at this point. About an hour had passed. Now, my parents assumed that I had finished mowing and just took a bike ride down the road to a neighbor friend's house to play video games or watch a movie or something. Because that was something that I had discussed earlier in the day that I planned to do when I was finished mowing. So they weren't too worried. But what's bizarre is when I passed out, I woke up in my backyard with my bike propped up next to me, lying facing up to the sky next to the mower that I left. And my bike, I would have to go around the other side of the garage and walk through the one-man door to get my bike out of the garage to then ride it up. So for years, I questioned my own sanity in this thing. Did I dream at all? Did I just have a hallucination from heat exhaustion and... I would have gone with that if my bike had not been properly propped up next to where I was lying down and the mower itself was still in the same place. So I obviously had ridden my bike down the road up that dirt path because the dirt was still in the bike wheels, the same dirt that should have come off when riding on the grass if I had ridden through the grass. It was fresh soil on the tire itself and the bottoms of my shoes had the same powdery soil that is up on that hillside uh, for years that this encounter has has plagued me has haunted me and i've wanted to write about it for so long but i wasn't sure how the public would take it i wasn't sure if i would be labeled as a lunatic but in this day and age where closeted ufologists are people who just have a fascination with UFOs, it's becoming more and more acceptable and people are understanding and listening, I feel safe enough to talk about it now, which is why I put it out here on my podcast. And hopefully it would encourage my listeners to share their stories with the strange, the unusual, and UFO encounters of their own. Whether or not it's related to the movies we watch, the TV shows we watch, or if you think it's just 
a reaction to heat exhaustion or sleep deprivation or maybe bad medication the doctor put you on. It's important to share these stories and not keep them locked up because it can really cause you to question your own sanity and how those around you truly feel about the fascination you have and, and things such as these. Now, I mean, UFOs could change human history, but for now, we aren't giving them much thought. They're just floating around, unexplained and unidentified. We have a lot of work to do, but mention them in conversation, and they're likely to lead to nervous humor, like my wife saying that I was anally probed by a bunch of drunken, moonshining redneck rapists who molested me. That was not the case. Now, that, that's all fun and, and in jest. I can laugh and, and say, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, it was Deliverance, Alabama. But mention them in conversation. They're likely lead, to lead to nervous humor or do most things unfamiliar and out of our control. The pilots may be laughing because they have the comfort of peers who are seeing the same thing. But most wouldn't be laughing if they were alone. We know that life is fragile and that it continues at the mercy of a universe on a little planet orbiting around a star that will eventually flame out. The odds of these supersonic ovals in our midst turning out to be a net plus for humanity are low. Worrying about Donald Trump is almost reassuringly small by comparison, but at least we're trusting our military personnel to see what's in front of them. As Colonel Edwards asks, how could I hope to hold down my command if I didn't believe in what I saw and shot at it? I'm not recommending we shoot at these things either. That could start an interstellar war that uh, we certainly cannot afford based on the fact that we're constantly fighting with ourselves. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And you'll hear me next week on a new episode of Paranormally Speaking. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Three giant spaceships 150 miles long are heading towards Earth. The UFO phenomenon has intensified since the beginning of 2020. More and more UFO sightings are reported daily in most continents. There are even special air defense departments that have secret laboratories that study all materials related to the UFO phenomenon. One cannot exclude the hypothesis that the secret services already have possession and have studied UFOs or even extraterrestrial beings. According to SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, three huge ships have been detected that are approaching our planet dangerously close. The largest ship is approximately 150 miles long. The HARP system, H-A-A-R-P, has played an essential role in the discovery of these alien ships. HARP was initially designed for the study of the Aurora Borealis. However, many conspiracy theorists speculate that HARP is also being used as a super-secret weather-intensifying weapon against foreign enemies and being used as 
tests. Subsequent statements suggest that these extraterrestrial spacecraft will be seen from Earth when they reach Mars' orbit. One of the estimated dates for this event is July 4th, and it will also involve a possible contact between the human race and these aliens.